Okay, you guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Erin. And I mean, we are super excited mm-hmm. and have been hyped out. Hyped out? I'm I'm so hyped up and hyped out that I can't even say the phrase hyped up about this episode. We have on the phone um, intuitive dating coach, author, and medium, Nikki Novo. Hi, Nikki. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, Yeah. we're very excited. I mean, anyone who listens to the podcast knows we love... um, you know, anything to do with uh, mediums and also just like intuition in general. Uh-huh. I think we referenced like 17 times our trip to Lilydale. Yes. <laughs> I've never a, been. I've never been. never been. You have to go. It's amazing. No, and my roommate's from, but my old roommate was from Buffalo and she was just always yeah. raving about it and yeah. I never made a trip. No, well, fantastic. let's to all go. go together. We're yeah. going to let you know. Yeah. We and then also um, our very special guest who's in the studio with us today, uh, also named Chelsea, Chelsea Stoutenberg, a former Ghosted Stories guest as well. Hello. Chelsea, <laughs> welcome to the program. Here. It's e- good e- to be here. Eat the mic a little more. Am I close enough? I want to hear your beautiful <laughs> voice. I'll just turn you up a little bit. Okay. Um, so Chelsea's going to ask uh, some questions here in a second. But basically, Nikki, before we jump in with some uh, questions from Chelsea in the studio, listener questions, and then one of your stories, give the audience just sort of an overview of, of you and what you do. Oh, thanks. Um, well, so I, I mean, I started off actually in the film industry. I was a, a publicist in LA for a while. And then oh. from there, yeah, I worked at Fox Searchlight and Lionsgate. And um, I thought that's, you know, I thought that's what I was going to do. And then I discovered writing and I became a writer after that. And I worked, I was an editor for many magazines and oh. um, publications. Yeah, but it, I moved to Miami at that time. I'm, I'm from Miami, grew up there. I'm Cuban. And, um, you know, I just like started, I, I basically, it actually started with like a bad breakup. I was dating this guy, thought I was going to marry him, kind of, you know, he broke up with me. And uh, like, I feel like when you get dumped like that, you, you start like considering like either I'm going to go to a therapist, maybe I'll start yeah. doing some drugs or like, yeah. I'll go see a psychic, <laughs> you, you know. Or, <laughs> you start considering a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or I'll go see a psychic. So, you know, I decided to go with like the psychic. I thought that was like the lesser of, of three evils. And when I went to the psychic, I thought, okay, okay, it's going to be totally fine, Nikki. Like, she's going to tell you that you're, you know, you're going to marry a doctor and you're going to have kids and, like, everything's (laughs) going to be totally okay. And instead, she told me that I was going to get into the metaphysics. And at the time, I didn't know what that even meant. And I was like, great, I'm going to be a wizard. Like, I don't even now. (laughs) Like, I was like, now I really, like, hit rock bottom. Like, this lady did not tell me that I'm going to get married or anything like that. She just told me I was going to be a wizard. And... Um, you know, and she was, and she was writing when I was young at the time, but that kind of having that, she was just so good too. And having that session made me like very curious. And also like some of the things that I always felt growing up, um, were kind of validated in that, in that session. Like, uh, you know, dead people had come to me before, but I just like, didn't know that that's what I I thought I was just kind of like making it up. Right. And, um, so like having that session kind of brought that to light and then um, I just got really interested. I got interested in what she was doing. So she did like angel readings where she would like channel like your guardian angel and then your guardian angel would give you advice. Uh-huh. Um, so that, and I'm, I was raised Catholic. So that kind of like was like acceptable. I was like, okay, like there's angels in the Bible. Like I, I could deal with that. And then sure. I got, I got interested in that. And then um, it was just kind of like a, like a 10 year process of like studying and learning and, oh, wow. and just, yeah. And like awakening to, to that. Um, and like, because, you know, all of us have intuition for sure. And some of us 
have like more you know a natural inclination like where they maybe like hear messages or they see like a little bit of their future sometimes and we all have it in different ways um but i think that if you don't really learn like any like any skill right like if you don't really learn to use it it kind of it could feel like a magic wand that you're just kind of like throwing like throwing around like harry potter when he first started right like how do i handle this like yeah exactly exactly so i think you know it's it's important um actually a lot like in addition to the dating work i do a lot of that too like just helping people use their intuition and like know how to actually use it with precision Mm -hmm. um because it could be like something super helpful because i mean people call me and of course yes i love like doing the sessions with them and everything but the idea is that like you don't have to call me all the time like you can do it on your own you know so um yeah because like everybody has angels and guides and all that kind of stuff and, and past loved ones around them so really now my work is dedicated to channeling that like to get your messages like whatever messages you're dealing with and then um just you know overall like I do a mix of things. I mean, a lot of my business is the the one-on-one sessions, but like, you know, books and guided meditations and really helping people like, you know, get on their path. And I think that I, I, I am really like attached to dating because first of all, it's how I got my start. So um, I'm sorry to mention that like when that guy broke up with me two weeks before he had started this blog for me, this was in 2008. Oh. And, um, and I, I was like, oh, okay, because I was starting off as a writer, and he started this blog, and and then two months later, he, I mean, I'm sorry, two weeks later, he dumped me, and I felt like, kind of like, you know, when you're in that relationship, and you get dumped, you get stuck with a dog that, like, you didn't even want in the first place, <laughs> like, that's kind of like what the blog that felt like, blog. you know, and I thought, like, okay, well, what I'm going to do with this blog is I'm going to go on a bunch of dates, I'm going to write about them, and then my ex is going to miss me so much, because he's going to be, of course, reading, oh, like, every blog of post. Of course, yeah. he's just going to be pining away. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and, and he's going to think... Exactly. Show up and like, please ask me to stop the blog and make it a, I don't know, a food blog or something. So <laughs> I, that did not happen. But like from the blog, I actually, that's, I got my first dating column with, um, with Disney nonetheless. And then, um, I started, um, you know, kind of just like getting known for that. And that was really like, but it was always about, um, kind of like loving yourself through the process. Like it was sure. never really, you know, it wasn't, you know, Carrie Bradshaw or anything like that, but it was, um, and that was really like where my start was. And I, and I do, I do believe that like, you know, dating's like, you know, I, I love it. I thought it, I enjoyed dating. I thought it was like really fun. And, um, there's days that I'm like, ah, oh, can I go back there? Cause it, it was fun. You know, I, I thought it was like, a, I really do. I thought it was like such a good time. Yeah. It is. Um, it's fun when it is fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah fun. Like, Exactly. Yeah, well, exactly. You exact. can't ever enjoy it while you're in it right. because while you're in it, you're like, I just want to find the one. And then once you find the one, you're like. Yeah, but going on dates was kind of right. fun. A hundred percent. And like, it's just yeah. like, it's kind of, there's something like nice about like, just kind of on the surface conversation sometimes, like, you know, like right. sometimes doing the hard work with like your partner, yeah. um, Aaron, I'm sure, you, you know, you guys are seeing that already. Like sometimes doing that, that deep hard work is, you know, it's, it's hard and it's, um, it's kind of like opens up our soul even more. So it's a little, you know, it could be hard, but um, I, and I just think that like that decision for a woman I, is like, like that process is just so important because it, it really could be like the seed to everything else, right? Like that, the, who you decide to be your partner, like who you choose, which a lot of times we think we're not choosing, but we are, um, who we choose and that whole process and, and making sure that we're doing the dating thing, like with the right heart and the right intention yeah. uh-huh. really like sets you up for the rest of your, like for many years to come. Like if you, if you decide to get married or if you decide to have kids and, or even like it has to do with your career because who you marry, like really, it depends on that, that all matters, you know? So I just think that 
when it comes to like a woman's like evolution, I really feel like that is just such an important part of it. So that's why that's why I personally really love dating dating stuff. Right. Yeah. So sorry, that's a spiel. No, I mean I love it, and well, not to like completely derail to like a sidebar topic too much but one of the reasons I was so excited that Chelsea Stoneberg could be here to ask you some questions tonight is because she's recently going through exactly what you described and mm-hmm. sort of becoming in touch with her um, intuitive uh, I almost said powers that sounds like yeah. you are a, a wizard which is not but like <laughs> maybe I am <laughs> maybe you are but yeah exactly I mean you recently had an experience where you went to a psychic medium and she sort of validated your yeah I have been receiving messages that felt pretty clear to me for a long time um and then like probably like a month ago in a dream I was introduced to my spirit guides and it felt yeah I was about, I was about to say that I was like Chelsea you're having dreams yeah <laughs> yeah the dream, yeah 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 the and your spirit guide showed up yeah, and so I met my cool. spirit guides, and uh, but then I went to another psychic medium who wasn't like as um, intuitive. Like I, I felt like I had to guide her more. So then I kind of was like, oh, I don't know. And, <laughs> and I, I'm sure you faced this when you started. I, I just, I when I started researching the field, I was like, there's so much corruption and so many people you can't trust. Like it's, I feel like it must be hard to actually feel like you can find people who you can trust to learn from did you have that issue yeah you know yeah you know I um I would I would imagine that happens more in New York because it's funny my New York clients I I just had one client who was just complaining about that same thing and obviously like New York is kind of like in LA where there's there's almost like a really high demand for that kind of work sometimes so I would imagine that there's a mix I stayed um with like that one teacher, like that one psychic that I told you about, mm-hmm. um, like I really kind of stayed with her for a little bit. And then, and then I moved into like one other, um, person like to like a certificate basically that I took, um, that's called theta healing. And I, I basically like, it jumped around. I think like for sure you don't like, I think maybe when we're going through that, we're looking for like some sort of a guru. Um, yeah. but like, don't be afraid to kind of, Cause no, not one person, like, cause people usually specialize almost sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. So you want to like kind of, you know, move around and, and like know that you're not going to get everything from one person. And also if I think if you had that experience where, um, where like you knew a little bit more than she did, mm-hmm. I think that that's just like, that was the purpose of that. That was like for oh. you to validate, like yeah. it was validating for you to be like, like that was already showing that your intuition is working and that like you knew like what was happening and you kind of had to guide her. And it was just, I think that was exactly how it needed to happen for you. And it was kind of like to prove you to be like, I don't know, you're one of those people that kind of like has to be like, Oh, I can do that. You know, or like sometimes we need to like see things to, to believe it. Yeah. And that was, that was that moment for you. So I think that was perfectly planned. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to then Charles kick it off with our first question for Nikki? Yeah. Of a couple of things that are happening in your life right now. Definitely. <laughs> um, so for me, there's been like a few guys in my life that um, like guy friends who um, I think like there's interest on both sides, but I haven't gotten like a clear message like from myself, whether or not it is like something I should pursue. And they're definitely both like open to it. Uh, but I'm just not sure if that's something that I should be pursuing or if they are just guy friends. 
Um, so yeah, I guess my first question would be like, are you picking up on anything on that? Is there anything I can look out for? So Chelsea, there's two different guys that are friends and you think that there's like an, like an opening kind of. Well, I, I feel like for, they're definitely showing me interest. So I'm just not sure if I should be like, I guess it's because it's also like two people and I'm close with both of them. So I'm like afraid to ruin the friendship if I make a wrong move with one of them. But then I'm also like, they're both great guys. So I'm just like, I've, I'm kind of like frozen because I don't want to like mess it up with anybody. Um, so I've been waiting to like make a move or not make a move or, or like kind of not let them down, but like let them know what my intentions are either way. And I just don't know what to okay. do. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of funny that you're in this situation, but like, it's kind of like, you know, two people, two friends, kind of the same thing. Were you, were you recently like trying to manifest or something? Um, what do you mean? Like, were you manifesting? Like, were you working on like calling in some, like some sort of like date, something in dating? Like, were you calling in relationships or something? Well, I've been, I mean, I've been trying to be married to myself, but mm -hmm. I don't feel like I've taken, like, I've been, have been hearing people say, like, my brother and my cousin are also intuitive, and they both married themselves this year, and I feel like that went really well for them. <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's time for me to marry myself. So I, like, used a ring that I had, and I was like, all right, I'm marrying myself. But, but then I feel like I'm also, like, torn between committing to that, but also wanting like I definitely want someone in my life but I feel like I need to fully let go in order to get there so I'm just kind of at this crossroads and I'm not sure where to go okay what's interesting is that they just showed that they're both friends like that like they showed up as friends and that they didn't like you didn't you didn't go out looking for them like they're already in your circle mm -hmm. so to me it's like um I just feel like you're very destined to be with somebody because even like even though you're like trying not to or like you're not even like going outside of the circle like they're already they're they're just like showing up they're like they're friends they're they're already there you know that like you're you're resisting something that's actually like meant for you and that it's time um it seems like you're kind of somebody who like feels the need to like um be like super super ready um like whether it be like studying or or like feeling like you know everything or that everything's like perfectly in line before you make the leap. But it just, to me, it's like the universe and everything is kind of telling you that like, like, no, that like this needs to happen now, which is why we, sh which, which is funny. Like there would be probably other girls that would like die for this. So like, oh, look, it's just two, two friends that like show up or whatever that they already like you. Like you didn't even have to like try an app or like go out on a date. Like they're already there. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that is the most important part about, it's not even so much like who do I go after or whatever. I think it's just important to look at like th that, th like how they showed up, you know, like that it's like these two friends that are already in your circle. Like that is, that is the universe saying like, Hey, like you're supposed to be like doing this and like putting yourself out there. If not, if not like your boss is going to start liking you soon, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of, <laughs> I mean, we don't want that to happen, but, um, but just the, the point is, is to really like um, to look at like why they're showing up. Um, there's definitely one of the two that's a definite no. And I, um, I, I hope he doesn't listen to this, but he's like showing up as like the nerdy, like the nerdier one, like whoever's like, like slightly, um, like, nerdier? Like, Chelsea's whispering to me. I'm, I'm I think is nerdier. <laughs> like, 
like kind of like geek, like geekier, you know, like kind of um, like who shows up um, a little bit more, you know, and maybe that's like not even the right word, but almost like a little bit more, um, a little more shy, a little bit more. Um, uh, They're like both kind of fitting this description. <laughs> they are? They're One both, came they're to mind of... for me, though, Charles. Okay. But not for the other Chelsea. Nobody came to mind for her. <laughs> well, she just mouthed to me the same person I was thinking of, so it obviously came to mind for her. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So, so, so that one's a no. <laughs> good. That one's like a definite no. And I feel like you know that. Like, I think that you know that there's a definite no. Like, I've been um, flip-flopping. I mean, That's what's been hard for me. You, you, you've been the Chelsea, I feel like, to me, expressing that more. Of, like, knowing in your heart exactly what Nikki is saying. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, you know, you're, you're fighting with your head, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so that one is just like, not worth. And that's what you're afraid of. Like, it's not worth pursuing that one. Because if it were just like a random guy off the street, yeah, of course, like, it's totally fine to go on a date with that guy. But like, he's a friend, you know, it's definitely not worth it, because he's a friend. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we can like push that guy to the side. Cool. Um, and he's gonna be, you know, like, um, he's super sweet and like has like a soft heart. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, it'll hurt him a little bit, but, but like, um, and there's going to be like a little bit of space. Like after you tell, like kind of you tell him that where he's going to kind of, he needs to like have a little bit of space and go off on his own a little bit, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you're not going to like, not going to be friends, you know? Okay. Um, so, so that like seems fine for me. Then this, this other guy, um, He's like, um, he's cur- like quirky, so I can see like why, um, why they kind of maybe sounded the same. But um, he's definitely like a little bit more fun as opposed to the other one was like more like whatever you said would yeah. go type of thing, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So this one's a little bit more of his own person, a little bit like more fun. I mean, he's conflicted too. Like he, that makes like it's kind of mm-hmm. yeah. Like he kind of feels the same way too. Like, is it worth kind of getting into this? But and he's funny. He's like, he's down. He's in his head a lot too, because he comes from like, um, he had a long-term relationship. Yes. Yeah. And he's kind of like, like, am I, am I just, he's kind of going through the thing of like, am I just going back to my old patterns? Like, am I, he's very like, he's very self-aware. So he's yes. kind of like, okay. am I, am I doing this because I'm used to being in a relationship? Like, am I liking her because it's comfortable? And that is his hesitation with you. Like, he doesn't want to hurt you either, but he does feel like his, like his heart and his mind are, are fighting where like he does like you and, and he's a little bit more, um, like, you know, he's just like a little bit riskier than you are. So that's why he's like moving a little more forward, Mm -hmm. but he himself is kind of having these like conversations in his head, you know, kind of like, do I, do I do this? And then her, um, and then like find out that that's not what I really want. So I'm just getting that as long as, and he's honest, like he's, he's a good communicator. Mm-hmm. So like, as long as you guys, um, talk it through and like communicate, I think that, um, it's going to be just fine. I think that, that, uh, like nobody's going to get hurt at the end if it doesn't work out. Um, and I, you know, the reason like I don't see, um, and just, just for your own process, Chelsea, so that, you know, like future, like, so people, a lot of people come to me and they want to know, like, am I going to marry, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. And I, and, and I always say that like, um, cause there's a part of us that thinks that there's this thing like as fate, you know, that like, 
there's one soulmate and that we like meet this one person and we're supposed to marry this person and that like we're spending all this time like finding this person and that's not like there are several different people that we could marry like that's not like there's there is no like yeah you know you're you're meant to marry this person it it really depends on like what path you end up taking and our choices have everything to do with like what our future looks like so like for you for instance like if I try to look into the future, like I can't even tell you if, if he's going to work out or not because the two of you are still in this place where you decide, like you're neither of you are true, are, sh- are sure about how ready you guys are for a commitment, which is why not to each other, just in general, like I'm just not sure like how I feel about commitment yet. And mm-hmm. he feels that way and you feel that way. So it's funny that obviously you attracted each other because you guys are in the same place. Yeah. Which is like why it'll work in the beginning. But for future, like until those choices are made, we can't, we won't be able to see your, like your future with this person because like this is as far as you've gone in your decision making. Do you Mm -hmm. get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um, it's paused for both of us right now. And that's like what it feels like. It's like, we're both just waiting for somebody to make a move. But yeah. Yeah. I was so also enjoying that because I, I know both the guys you're talking about and I don't even know if I thought how in some ways similar they both are. So when we were joking at the beginning of like, Oh my God, wait, could that be either one of them? But then Nikki, you so nailed like the, the nuanced differences in, you know, oh, yeah. it was like so funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I like that. Oh, All right. Yeah. That was, that was real. That's really helpful. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Chelsea, can I ask you, um, have you, like Joshua Tree is showing up for me. Have you been to Joshua Tree or you're like thinking I about going? I have been. I have been thinking about taking a trip there. Okay. Um, I, do you think I should go? <laughs> sounds like maybe. I mean, I'm just, I just getting like, like, no, I'm just getting like when you do go, like you're going to be with somebody. Like um, oh. by the time you go. Cool. Um, like I just kind of see it like you think that it's going to be this like, trip for myself and for my soul and then like somebody's totally. with you which is which is like cracking me up like it's just funny like it's just like <laughs> like it's not about like you as like an individual anymore like you're kind of ready like walking into to like this this like spiritual oh, like, place yeah and yeah like I, I, where I thought I'm, yeah I was like whole I'm, by myself but <laughs> yeah I have like I have goosebumps like and don't hold back because it's like it's a really beautiful relationship like I have goosebumps all over my body it's like yeah like you know it's like somebody that's gonna go to like Joshua Tree with you and that like you wouldn't mind that's like not gonna make you want to like run away you know like yeah like somebody that like somebody that's like that feels like good enough to do that trip with you know what I mean like yeah I do so because not everybody's gonna go on that not everybody's gonna go on that trip with you you know that's like that's like definitely a big thing I've been trying to visualize people who would go like camping with me recently yeah oh Oh, okay yeah so that's why that's why that's showing up for me so like that person like don't avoid like he's like already kind of around interesting so yeah Cool. Oh, oh. I love that. I got chills too. That was like, yeah. God, I love yeah, being, yeah, yeah. I love being a voyeur and yeah. <laughs> and other okay, um, Aaron, you have a, a friendship question that's going on with you. Yeah, like a relationship friendship. I'm like, yes. Okay. I'm I'm interested okay. to hear about this one. Like, and I'm uh, invested in this situation as an yeah, outsider. Yeah, I'm, I'm already getting like bad vibes. So <laughs> <far>. <laughs> 
it's not about Chelsea. Um, <laughs> what if what if it what, what if you turn the tables on me and I thought you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm gonna ask about this other friend, and then you're talking and you're like, she's sitting across from me, she's wearing a blue shirt, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Like I host a podcast with this woman. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is completely confidential right now. <laughs> um, no, because I'm trying to think of how to phrase a question without exposing right. her too much. We're not going to judge you. Yeah. 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 Well, and also if right. you guys ever listen to protecting this, protecting our privacy. Oh, and we can cut stuff later if you feel uncomfortable later. Yeah. But so obviously, I got married recently. You know, there's uh, whenever you get married, there's all guest list issues. And somebody was left off of a part of the wedding who I had been friends with for about since college for about 15 years. And she got very upset with me and sort of both basically wrote me an email that she just didn't want to be my friend anymore because because of that. And so I just wanted to see if there's something else going on in her life. Is there something I could do? I just general vibes around it. Just. That, that's the thing. Can I like friend interject? Like this is like a mom, like I'm being sort of like a parent right now or something where yeah. I mean like the Aaron's being even very modest in this. Like Aaron had a small yeah, wedding no, to I begin think- with and then she had an even smaller, like super intimate, like practically just like, you know, almost like 10 or 20 people between her and her husband to have just like a little dinner before. And then the rest of the wedding was like drinks and dancing and stuff. And it's like, I mean, they barely had enough people. They barely had enough seats at this tiny event to like invite their immediate family they needed to invite. And it's just like, I don't. Yeah. It's frustrating for me to hear, you know. Oh, no, I'm getting I'm getting a a call bumping in from my college asking me for money. I will say no. All right. Send a voicemail, (laughs) but don't leave one. Grove City College. Anyways, I, <laughs> I'm I can, so like, just sense, like frustrated for her. No, yeah. I, I can sense her like the girl's energy. Um, Erin, yeah. did did she um did she go? Did she finally go to the dinner and drinks part? Yeah, she went to the part, the main wedding part, not yeah. the like intimate dinner, yeah. which was almost yeah. just like a like a rehearsal dinner. Yeah, right, exactly. right, right, right. Um, it's funny, Erin. Well, you kind of know this that like, um, she's kind of like weirdly like jealous slash competitive with you and this is not this is not like a new thing yeah. um like she's been like that for a while with you yeah okay. I, like not that i'm uh, jealous or competitive but i she has mentioned because we're in also in a group in a group of like four friends and she's mentioned that she had she mentioned to one of our other friends in the group that she felt she had inferior inferiority issues which is sort of the first time i had heard that <laughs> from her yeah yeah, no, no, no. Like she, um, you know, like in college, it was like easier for you to make friends, and like she, like it's weird because logically, like there would be no, there's no reason for her to feel like insecure around you. Like logically, like it doesn't even make sense. I don't know why, but it doesn't like. But she, um, it's yeah, she just like has like a. But you know this because she did like weird like a uh, single white female stuff like kind of like like um like you would get something and then she would like get the same one or like a different color or something like that like let's say you would get like a handbag and she would like get the same one but like in an opposite color like she has like weirdly like looked up to you in a way or like there's like something about what you do like she I don't think recently, but almost like when you were much younger, like when you guys were in school, you don't remember any of this? Like, no, nothing is really coming to mind. 
for mm. her doing anything like that. Not that I can think of. Unless like later <sighs> tonight, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, no, it's no, it's okay. I I take a pause because I'm like trying to get some like specific details. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me answer the question as to if there's anything you can do. So the point is that like I I'm trying to like there's been signs of this before. Aaron, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to what I'm trying. To, it's kind of like you know, when you date somebody and there's red flags, but like you don't look for them or you like you fail to see them. I see that like with her with this friendship, there's been red flags before. Yeah. And, um, like, you know, kind of like these Chelsea things or like kind of leaving you out or trying to be, you know, like just this weird kind of like behavior, you know, that's like not pure, you know, that's not super, super pure. And those flags like have been there since the beginning Uh and whether, whether you remember them or not, like they're there, um, they've been there. Um, she is one of those people that's like never quite. Like, it's also part of her past, her personality, where, like, she's never quite happy. Like, like complaining is kind of, like, just such a, a part of who she is, you know? Like, kind of, uh, you know, just pointing out the negative is, is like, is like such a big, like, it's just so automatic to her, kind of. Like, like she can't help but, like, um, gossip or, or kind of, like, see the negative. And, and maybe that's, like... That was part of your friendship and perhaps you're growing out of that. You know what I mean? Like you might've been part of that as well. Like Ooh, you might've awesome. been like, like, uh, you know, into gossip and like into like, like forgetting about the good and like kind of just pointing out the negative. But like now you're like extra sensitive to that. Cause like, that's just not something you want in your life. Your husband seems to be like a nice, um, kind of move away from that kind of life, you know? And like that yeah. kind of way of being where like, he's not really into the drama like he kind of can um go without like the you know the the the, like the like the over like the overly uh gossipy kind of conversations you know like that that's not like he can kind of stay away from so she's kind of like almost part of like the old you and you're like moving into this newer version of yourself where like you're kind of sensitive to some of the old things that you've been trying to get rid of does that make sense yeah, I think when you mentioned like red flags, because there's definitely been points before the way that she sort of cut off all communication really quickly, like that's happened before, not to this extent, but that she's sort of been like upset with me, but doesn't ever want to talk about it. And so she just gets upset with me, says something and then runs, not right. literally, but like, you know, cuts, stops the conversation. And so when she did this, I wasn't shocked. I mean, I was surprised, right. but I wasn't shocked. Oh, this is so out of character, right? Because yeah. it's kind of like been. And have you noticed that, like, before you were, like, tolerable of that stuff, and now, like, as your mo- your life has moved on, like, like that's just, like, not something you want in your life anymore. Does that make sense? Do you get what I mean? Like, like, you're a little bit more sensitive to that kind of behavior. Or, like, before, like, she, it's kind of like when, we, you know, it's like outgrowing a friend. Do you get what I mean? Like, um, yeah. like, where, like, that friend fit, like, a certain time because, like, I was in a certain place in my life where like, you know, I liked those kind of jokes or, um, but like, I don't like, I don't find that funny anymore. Or like, I've like evolved past that. And there's a part of you that like feels like a big asshole saying that like you're like evolved part of that, but you have, you have like, that's just not like stuff that you want to be involved with anymore. Um, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Erin, I wonder if she almost even senses that. Like, could it Nikki almost be from reverse or like, like almost like 
maybe she even senses the outgrowingness in maybe ways that you didn't even completely like cognitively like aren't thinking of a day-to-day Aaron, but like she's reacting to that in some way. Yeah. Like she doesn't feel good enough anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I think that there's issues with that and there's definitely issues of her and the other friends in our friend group thinking like being upset if two of us do something and she's not invited or something like that. But obviously before now she's out of it. So, um, (laughs) You know, yeah. So, yeah it, so that jealousy thing and that sort of like a little bit of a more juvenile mindset, right, Aaron? And like, so like energetically, like we all have to be, and that's the thing about friends because like you can have a friend in like I don't know third like third grade and like that's your friend forever. And have you ever like said that like perhaps today if you were to make if you were to meet her today as she is, she probably wouldn't be your friend. Like, you probably wouldn't be attracted to her. But the reason that, like, I feel like this is all going to get cut out, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's healthy for me. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. We'll have enough content, I'm sure. Yeah, it's here for you. Like, I want to, like, so, like, if you would have met her today, like, you probably wouldn't have picked her to be your friend. You know what I mean? Like, because, because energetically, your energy has changed from the time that you guys have met, and hers hasn't. Like, she's still energetically, like, holding the same shit you know what I mean and and you're not so so yeah. that's what's happening you're trying to keep it going you're trying to be like come like be on our boat like stay on our boat like you don't need to like you know swim by yourself like but she doesn't want to like she doesn't want to get on the boat because you know I feel like that because I have friends from <laughs> elementary school that I'm still friends with but we went through a time where some of us weren't getting along because um because those girls were Everyone caught up was in at drama a different still. stage. Yeah. yeah. Some people were still lagging in a previous stage and just didn't. Right. Exactly. And then yeah. the, the other ones of us were like, we're not talking shit about people anymore. That's not what we're doing. Like we're all right. friends. Yeah. And then finally, like, I feel like the other friends kind of caught up and now we're all great. But like, maybe she's just, maybe she just doesn't love herself enough to actually. Yeah. I mean, you're feeling like a lot of guilt friend. around, yeah, like you're feeling like a lot of guilt around it, like because I know you don't want to be like I'm better than her, but it's not about being better. It's about like where our vibes, like our energetic vibes, are. You know, like right. like it's just it doesn't it doesn't make you better or worse. It's just like you're you're just like vibrating on a different frequency. So like no longer do like those frequencies like match anymore. It does not mean that that she's not gonna like wake up because it doesn't mean that like you know it could be like a year from now that like you guys coincidentally end up experiencing something similar. Um, does she have kids? No, she doesn't. Okay. Let's say that, you know, two years from now, you both decide to have children, whatever reason. And that brings you together (laughs) because, you know, because whatever like that. So it's, it's just that like for right now where you guys are, she's just in a different place. And like, it has nothing to do with you. It's not personal. Like what she feels like how she took this situation. Like, really has nothing to do with you. It's about like, you know, we tend to like feel, you know, make things feel personal, but it's really about like what she's going through. And as for like you reaching out, it's, it's not about like, Hey, like extending the olive branch, but it's just like, you know, always being open, like just um, kind of like never shutting her out, you know, like when she's ready to come around and like be your friend, like then, then, you know, the door's open, you know, and that's kind of how you, you don't have to go out of your way or anything like that, but it's about like just being like, no, I get you. Like for whatever reason, like you're dealing with something 
that like doesn't allow you to like feel the love that I'm extending to you. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not going to judge you for that. That's okay. But just like the door is always open. Like whenever you're ready to be friends, you know, and, and ready to like get over that. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Oh no. I mean, it's very, it's, it's very true. It's very, I like, I do want to say she's a very good person and she's a very decent person, but I do feel like she definitely is somebody who just a little bit more, uh, holds on to the past a little bit more. Yes, I don't think yeah. she's not necessarily somebody who, tr- who tries, who has changed much in the 15 years. And right. I think when she wrote me the email telling me she didn't want to be friends with me, she was bringing up a lot of things that happened when we were like 22 right. and 23. And I was sort of like, I don't even, I can't even relate to the person I was when I was 22, right. 23. I'm yeah. so far right. okay. beyond yeah. who, so I guess, who I was. I guess yeah. that's what I was like, that's what I was referring to. And I was yeah. like, there's like some, some like old, like single white, it's like, it's kind of, not that like she's been doing this for a while like like she you know those are like resentments and things like that that like have bothered her since forever so yeah I mean, yeah but you know just Aaron just know that like like you just gotta like close your eyes at night and know that like you're a good person and that it's not personal and she's not a bad person you know like right, this doesn't yeah, make her not. a bad person either it's just it's like where you guys are and she's gonna you know she's she'll come around and like you just keep the door open Oh, I'm sorry you're going through that. It's hard. Yeah, I hate no, that. but that was very that was very validating, and that was very nice of you yeah. to say, and I and I appreciate it, and I feel like it's also sort of reinforcing things uh, that yeah. I was thinking because I think when someone does that to you, or when you know, it's the sort of thing that whenever anyone says anything negative about you, you're like they're the only ones speaking the truth. But I yeah. feel like I felt like that for a day, or not. E- I never even cried about it because I feel like it was like immediately I was sort of like, this is something she's going through. And I kind of right. knew that she's going to come back around and I just need to yeah. allow that time to happen. And that's basically, and, yeah. When I responded to the email, I basically said like, I love you. I have, I right. cherish these 15 years that we've been friends and anytime you ever, you're always welcome at my door. So yeah. like, right. When, if you want to do that, if you want to take time, it's all fine with me. And it's not like, and if anybody should be mad. Right yeah. And if anybody should be mad, it really should be you, you know? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So like, <laughs> Do not, yeah. do not close your eyes and think no. about it. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, yeah. I know. I just want that to be a PSA. Like if somebody, whatever somebody chooses to do with their wedding, inviting you, not inviting you, it it's is just, no reflection on how they feel about you as a person. Right. It's like, there are so many, a million extenuating uh, factors. Other factors, right. Yeah. Of right. course. And like a real friend understands that. Yes. You know? Chelsea wasn't invited to the private dinner. She hasn't written me that email yet. I never, <laughs> all I did was, it was do Chelsea one this whole time. session. <laughs> And that was it. One <laughs> so let's, I mean, okay. I want to, I want to get your story here, Nikki, but can we just do two listener questions? Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Okay, I'm, I'm high. I'm literally hiding from my family. <laughs> I, no, don't say that. I don't want to make No, I did. I, <laughs> you're like so in funny, the closet. I, <laughs> no, like, you know what happened is that we moved into a new house like about nine months ago and I was really obsessed with getting like an open, an open plan like house and I wanted like, yeah. like, you know, kind of, and I screwed myself because there's like nowhere to hide. <laughs> you're like, wait, this is too open. But you're like, wait, I have it's children like, under ten. This is a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, why did why did I do this to myself? I'm hiding in my car. It's great. <laughs> that's also why that's that's a great for audio. Also though, like that kind yeah. of uh, that's what space. I thought. I was like, I, I need to go somewhere where there's like it. good audio. So exactly. Here we go. like <laughs> you're in clothes. Okay. Um, yes, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> well, we appreciate you so much doing it. I'm loving this. Okay, so. Um, this is from a listener named April and her question is, I've been with a guy for five years off and on. He's extremely beneficial to my career. 
which I think is such an interesting way to put it. <laughs> yeah. But which I, is so telling as like the first thing right. you say about somebody. I, yeah. I, he's extremely beneficial to my career, but I'm not sure he's the one. What should I do? Oh, uh, April. We said yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, April. <laughs> um, gosh. Like, how do I put this nicely, April? Um, <laughs> um, you know what, April? You know, you deserve more and, and he deserves more too, honestly. Oh. Um, like, uh, you know, it's funny because I don't know how how woo-woo you are April but sometimes we meet people and we feel like such a strong connection and we kind of because we feel that connection we think that like oh like we're supposed to be together forever like this is like or there's like this kind of like comfort with being somebody like being with somebody like almost like you you know this person or you've done this before and I feel like you're getting that with him where like you're like I've done this before like this is so comfortable I mean of course you the on and off for five years too makes it extra comfortable but there's something about the two of you guys coming together that like feels comfortable and like feels like uh, like you you know each other and that happens a lot of times when we meet um, soulmates. So really quickly, um, PSA here: um, soulmates are are not. We tend to think uh, you know society has kind of branded soulmates as this like one person that's for us, but really soulmates are people that we've lived a life with before. So like uh-huh. your mom could be a soulmate or. Aaron, you know, Aaron and Chelsea could be soulmates. For, they, they, maybe they were sisters in a past life. Maybe they were married in a past life. We don't know. <laughs> but but sometimes we we find partners, um, romantic partners like that. And we're like, oh, like, I know this person. And then we mistake in that and think that we're supposed to be together just because it feels oh, similar. But, but, but soulmates meet each other a lot of times because they have work to do. So, like, yeah. up, uh. up in the yeah, like up in the spirit world, you were like, okay, hey, like we're going to get together around, you know, 25. I'm going to help you with work and like I'm going to help you like, um, you know, do well and, and whatever. And like, let's like we're going to, you know, we're going to do this. But that doesn't mean that we're supposed to be together forever. Like that work, it seems like the work you guys were supposed to do um, has completed and you're kind of like still holding on to each other. Yeah. That's um, interesting. And, you know, when you phase, when you, when April, when you, when you pose the question, it like sounds, and I, I don't want anybody to judge you because it may sound like, oh, you know, like you're using this guy, but I, I'm getting that he's getting just as much as you are from him. Like you guys are both kind of, I don't want to say using, but, but let's use the word that I think you use benefiting. Like you're both benefiting from each other, but like romantic relationships are not about benefiting. They're like, they could be so much more. It's almost like I think there's a, bit, a little bit of you that doesn't know that. Um, and I would imagine it's probably like what you saw your parents do. But like there's so much more waiting for you, April. Like if you could just imagine it, like close your eyes and like for a second, like believe in the fairy tale or believe in the like bad romantic comedy. Like, no, it's not always going to be like that. But those feelings like they do exist, you know, and it's by no means are you supposed to have them at all moments, but like you should have a stronger feeling than just a benefiting feeling. If that makes any sense. So like, like it's kind of like if you were at, okay, you could be at amazing. And by being at, okay, 
you're missing out on amazing. Yes. Yeah. Totally. I feel like that's a lot of people make those distinctions where they're also sort of like with the soulmate thing or with the he's a good person or she's a good person so they don't want to mess it up but it's like you can't get something new until you've let go of something else and people are very afraid of the letting go part of it right of them being alone again and yeah chance yeah totally yeah and like a lot of us do that you know like I, i think a lot of women think that like let's hold on to one hand and like, I won't let go of that hand until I find another hand to hold on to. And, yeah. and like you said, Aaron, like we need to create space in order, like for something new to come in because energetically, like we have to create the space. We have to be ready for it. And then like, and then they start showing up. They're not going to, they're not going to, if anything, what's going to show up is like another person that's like, you know, that's like going to be dependent on you or, or that you're, you know, like there's no space for, the the person that you really want to show up to show up if you're kind of crowding that space you know i i always think i use it the closet theory like when your closet starts getting packed up like you can't keep buying new clothes you got to like get rid of some old clothes and then put in the new clothes right like you can't just keep shoving it and uh that's yeah yeah definitely i like that analogy Yeah. yeah No, it's true because the amount of women I know, or less now, but I feel like in my 20s who were like dating these schlubs from hometown or like the guys that they did in college. Guilty. (laughs) I didn't know that. I'm not, this isn't pointed at anyone. Oh my God. But yeah. The schlub from hometown. (laughs) (laughs) And they would just be like, well, I'm just with him. But then when I find someone else, I'll know that other person is great and I'll get rid of this one. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, that never happened. Right. They never <laughs> met anybody else because it was just like, I'm like, no, because your your brain is always half occupied yeah, with having still, to call this guy. Even if you think you're fully a- awake and like alert yeah. and, and o- open to new people, you aren't if you're still, and then not to mention how unfair that is to the person you're with. Oh, truly. If you're like fully, okay, yeah. just like have my other eye open for like. And you're also just jumping at the next best thing. Right. Instead yeah. of waiting for the right thing. Right. Too. And being married to yourself for a while. Yes. You're <laughs> right. monkey barring, right? Isn't that yes. what they call it? Yeah. Oh. Monkey barring. Good psychiatry word. Good that was great. And then let's do, so I just want to do one more because we did. And thank you guys also, by the way, for all the listeners that submitted such great questions. I wish we could answer all of them, but hit up Nikki. We'll, we'll put all of our info yeah. obviously in the, uh, in the yeah. notes and, and you can, you can, um, hit up or you can shout out where to hit you up at the end of this episode, Nikki. But, um, obviously ghosted stories podcast at gmail.com for all of your ghosted stories and questions. So we did get one that Aaron and I both thought was interesting um, and it was actually submitted anonymously. So this is also Nikki and depending on what your process is, I mean, this can also just be like your personal feeling about this yeah. or if you are feeling an energy or, you know, but, um, but we just thought this was a really interesting question in general. And it was, how can you tell the difference between a red flag in a relationship or with a person or just something that should be worked through? You know, like what's that line? Mm. Between, it's a good question. Right. Yeah. You know, um, so with my clients, like the first, like my dating clients, the first thing that we do is we create a list of, of how that person wants to feel in the relationship, right? Like, so this, you know, usually they show up and they're single, obviously. Um, some of them do come already in their relationships, but some of them are like trying to attract something. So let's say like Chelsea, Chelsea number two over here, let's say like, <laughs> yes. You know, she's like, okay, like I'm ready to start dating. Um, but like, you know, or, or I've been dating and it doesn't work out or whatever. Okay, fine. So we're going to make a list of like 
I want to feel like a priority. I want to feel like I'm accepted in their family. I want to, because, because the thing is that like, typically we think that we're like, we think we're like looking for something um, specific or, uh, or even sometimes people don't even know what they want. Right. So it just kind of takes a minute to like write down what you want, but also like, we look for something because we're looking for a feeling. Even when we like mm-hmm. buy a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. like we're buying a pair of shoes because we're looking to feel something, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be comfortable or, or sexy or like whatever, every time we like try to get something, it's, it's because we want to feel. So that's why I like to make lists about, about feelings because especially like relationships is all about um, like matters of the heart and it's all feeling based. But so we, we often get like st- stuck in the mind. Right. So, like for that red flag thing, like what what's a red flag for me may not be a red flag for you, Chelsea, you know, or what's a red flag mm-hmm. for Aaron may may not be one for me. So right. so really like understanding our red flags have everything to do with understanding like how we want to feel. And that's why like starting with that list is super important because it's it's like a contract to ourselves. Like, okay, like these are the things that like that I know that I need. You know, like I have I have some, I have a client who, um, comes like, um, like her, her family's not very close. I like, that's something, and her mother passed away. So she like, in a way feels like a little bit of an orphan. So like being part of like having somebody who has a family who accepts her is really important, but that like may not be important to me because I have a big family. Like I don't need any more people. Right. Let's say. Right. So I was like, nobody, nobody else to hover over me, but, um, <laughs> But like, so if she, if this client of mine were dating somebody who didn't invite her to, I don't know, um, like whatever holiday, then that would be a red flag for her. Mm, be- right. But like, maybe, maybe it wouldn't really be a red flag for me because like I have to be with my family right. on my holiday. So like, to me, it's like, it worked out. Like it was convenient that way, you know? So, so that like the red flags is really like, are you, you have to, a red flag is like, are you selling yourself short? Like yeah. how, how do you feel about that? Like if you close your eyes and you put your hands on your heart, like how did that make you feel like that thing that may be a red flag? Like your, your body will tell you like yeah. trust your feelings, especially women. Like we like are, fem- I don't, I, I don't care if you're straight or not straight, but like if you're a female, like you have, divine feminine energy and like the feminine energy is all about intuition it's all feelings based for better or for worse right um it could be angry feelings or happy feelings but like we're all feeling based um we're you know we're more go with the flow like that's really who we are but what happens is like in dating like we want to show up and use some of the things that maybe we use at work and those that typically is like masculine energy and we start using the mind and Hmm. and we get all sorts of confused but like you can trust yourself. Like you can trust your heart. Like you can trust your feelings. So if if you're looking for a red flag, just you don't have to decide right there. But like you go home, you close your eyes, put your hand on your heart. Like how does that make me feel? Like is that something that's important for me? Is that a deal breaker or is that not a deal breaker? And and for you, like like uh, so if 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 it's just like oh you know what that doesn't sit well with me. Like I don't like that. Then it's, then it's a red flag. But if I know sometimes people get confused between like the difference between fear and intuition because they can kind of like feel the same sometimes. Mm-hmm. And fear is like if something makes you like 
like if you're afraid of something like you're like kind of like how Chelsea's afraid to date a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. there's a part of her that doesn't want to date. Like she still knows that that's not like run and hide. It's like, Oh, I'm, I'm afraid of this. Like, right. but, the, but just because I'm afraid of it doesn't mean that I don't move forward with it. Uh-huh. So, so that is also like a good, that's also a distinction that you need to make with yourself. Like, am I afraid of this because I know the work it's about to take or am I, or am I like truly like afraid because I know that this is like not right for me, you know, and kind of right. knowing the difference between the fears, like, am I afraid because I don't want to do the work or am I afraid because like, yeah, this is like, scary it doesn't align right. with your beliefs. Exactly. Right. That's such a great way to contextualize it, even yeah. just in like, mm-hmm. it's so simple, but like, how does it make me feel? It's like, it doesn't matter yeah. how someone else defines it or like, am I going to open a book and look at a listicle of red flags? It's like, that doesn't yeah. ultimately right. matter. It's yeah. Yeah. The importance of just so, being in touch with your own feelings right. and your own wants. And I think mm-hmm. like, especially with dating and stuff, women are get very worried about like the timeline and right. what is this? Like, how will this guy I would, interact with my friends? What will or, it like, look like? What, or what will does someone like? else think or what it's like? Yeah. yeah. But there's like, I think there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, this is getting very metaphysical, but I think there's a lot uh, that like the patriarchy gets out of separating women from their intuition. Yeah. And I think that oh, yeah. the work of getting back to that and finding out who you are and what you need and all of that and it's so important your, and trusting, trusting yourself mm-hmm, and trusting yeah. your instincts. I mean, I always yeah. think of the, the gift of fear by Gavin De Becker, which is like yes. a little bit different, but it's basically, my shelf <laughs> but it's basically the same thing where it's like, you know, when a situation is scary, you right. know, when this is a guy you shouldn't be dating or, you know, when this yes. is a guy who is right for you and right. trusting yourself. And I think that's the most important thing that like a woman can ever do for herself. Right. Oh my God. I actually, like I was thinking like, what story am I going to share? And I just, my my story just came to my mind. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh, let's yes. do it. Because, because, it's time. because of <laughs> because of what Aaron because of what Aaron said. So oh, so but, funny. I of course at the time that I was dating, I, I wasn't doing this work yet. I was still a magazine editor um, at like a very big uh, publication in New York, actually. But I was based in Miami, and um, I remember like there was this one guy that that was a musician and I was always trying to interview him because he was so hot. Like, I just wanted to like be like oh my next God, to him. Who was and, it? And like, I can't that's wait all... we're not recording. We can find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nobody. No, no, no. Nobody like famous. Nobody would know. This oh, is like oh. a local, but he was just like okay. so good looking that I just like wanted to be in his presence, you know, that kind of thing. Totally. And I was like always trying to find a way to like interview him. I finally get to interview him. And, and sure enough, like we, I don't know, like we just started like dating and I mean, I wouldn't even really call it dating. But, um, one, so like the first time we like hook up the next morning, I wake up and I'm like, this is like my last like hurrah. Like I just, there's something about like, like he was just so like good look. It was like kind of like the story I would tell my daughter when she was like old enough, you yeah, know, right. like before, before your dad, I was just like, <laughs> you know, like that right. was like kind of totally. the situation. So it was like that relationship was like about that. It was fun. And, and, and. He was, you know, and it was just like everything that you would want, like your last, like hurrah to be, but like Chelsea, like other Chelsea, mm-hmm. Chelsea number two, I like, <laughs> I didn't, I knew that like, I was going to have to get into like serious dating or serious relationships and I didn't want to do it. Like there was a part of me that was like, oh, really? Like this is, this is the end of it. Yeah. So I, I dragged that relationship on for a little, for a little too long and there were red flags to my anonymous, you know, person 
And I like refused to see them on purpose because I was avoiding the work yeah, that like I knew was yeah. to come. So like, let's talk about red flags. First of all, one night at a bar, I had to work the next day, of course, at this magazine and he was performing and he got in a fight right in front of me with the bartender, like oh. fist fight. Oh, and I was like, fight. Oh my yeah, God. like a fist fight. I'm like, this guy's like in his thirties. I'm like, what? I'm like, Oh, well, you know, whatever. There's too much drinking and like, whatever. I let it pass by. Sure. Then like, a week later, we're driving home and we were both in separate cars and he crashes into my car. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, on yeah, purpose? By accident? I, mean, I don't know which is weirder, I'm like, honestly. I'm laughing now. He said that like it was late and that like and then he like kind of like fell asleep and he bumped into like he literally like crashed into the back oh, of my God. car. Oh and, my God. And I remember like coming home to my roommate and my room and like us looking at each other and be like yeah, and she she was like enjoying him as much as I was because he was just so like good looking that she just like liked to look at him too. And, <laughs> and like, she was like fine. really and she was like really Nikki. I'm like I'm like friend like red flags like talk about the red flags like I knew I saw the red flags like if I would just like connect to my feelings right I would I would have stopped at the fight at the bar fight but I was going with my head I was like. Sure suggesting why I could keep dating this guy and then he crashes into my car <laughs> I, I didn't even have like I was still like pretty you know like broke as like an editor and I like didn't even have like enough money to fix it I had to ask my dad to fix my car he didn't and I was, even like, offer okay. to like no <gasps> no he didn't even offer to... wow it was like the best and I was like okay red flag like just just like go with your intuition like just like yeah you were like you in, know like in red, red flag city yeah like, and like capital no, and like something like I'm a you know very intelligent person, and I just but it, it's really what happens when we're dating. Sometimes like we want to see what we want to see, which mm -hmm. is why, which is why like the concept of red flags is like scary because like they may be there, but we want to see the best in people. Sometimes like sometimes you just want to see the best. Like not even yeah. that. Yeah, it's totally. not even that you want to like marry the you want this person to be the person, but you mm -hmm. just. Like Aaron with her friend, like you just want to see like the best in somebody. You don't want to see those things. Or sometimes and... you just want to get through the holidays with a fun <laughs> yeah. You just, you just want to date for the next wedding, you know? Yeah. And like all you got to do is just like go with your feelings and, and like go with your intuition. And like you, there would just be like so much less heartbreak, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, totally. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Wait. Did I, what happened? Did you ultimately like, wait, how did you ultimately send that guy away? No, I mean, it was kind of like a nice like partying. Like I was like, uh, yeah, it was nothing bad. Like, you know, we hung out a little bit more, but I was like, I think it was like, it was New Year's actually. And he was going to New York and I was staying in Miami and I'm like, it was just kind of like, all right. So just don't call me when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bye. been fun. It's been fun. Oh. And then, yeah, and then I met my husband right after that. He literally oh. got you through the holiday season. Yeah. That's like yeah. yeah. And exactly. He was like, yeah, he was setting you up for like. Yeah. Yeah, he was like the for fun. For the one. He was yeah, like, the fun right before. So many. Well, I don't know, because I'm just in. I'm doing this thing with uh, Younger for TV Land right now. So I think it's. Just I love I've been, that movie. It, I mean, like, I love that show. It's such a good show. And I feel like so it's also just I'm so I'm like binge watching right now for this gig and so immediately when you're talking about like oh this musician he's so good looking we went to this bar and like I was immediately thinking of like is uh the Josh character 
oh, as if you were dating so like, cute. The, the Nico Tortorella character. And, yes. then, and then I was also, there's an episode where they talk about the bad pancake where like you always have yeah. to date a ba- bad pan- pancake like right before yeah. you get into the good relationship because the first 100%. pancake burns. And, anyways. Oh. I'm not, I'm I, not a paid younger sponsor, but I just, I'm in the frame of mind. Great. So I felt but like now we are. And, <laughs> younger, if you're listening. Younger in TV yeah. land. No, the fun younger before is the like one. A really, right. Yeah. Fun before the one. Younger is like a really good show to like distract yourself with. With. like it's just like oh, if you yeah. don't want to deal with life for a little bit just watch younger completely yeah, yeah. i recommend it to everybody and i guess also in a way i am a paid sponsor because i'm now gonna be I mean, working they literally for them next you. month <laughs> just not for they this they just <laughs> to sponsor to talk about them but they do yeah whatever it helps me it benefits me i guess in a roundabout way so everybody watch younger <laughs> to you Ed. <laughs> it's, it's really Beth, great season yeah five. um uh, oh my gosh nikki uh before we let you go we have to do a backwards um, sequence of this podcast where now that you shared your story we have to do the segment we do with everybody which is um, tell us who would play you in the movie of your life who's your celebrity doppelganger oh so, my that, so that the audience so that the audience can envision you in their minds I mean I would love I, I would love Kate Hudson to play me oh there you go that's a good one yeah I'm on board you know it says and you know, it's so sad that like I, I love her so much that I actually her brother's name is Oliver. Yeah. And and when I and like when I lived in LA, I, I don't know, he was like at some party and I was like, Oh, Oliver and I named my son Oliver. Isn't that kind of pathetic? No, oh. it's not I love yes. a cute name, Ollie. It's sweet. Yes. Well, you know, it's I I was I was on a trip to Mexico with my best friend and we had um, a w- we had a bartender and his name was Oliver and like, cause he was Mexican right. and that was like, we had, he like taught, taught us how to drink tequila. And at the end of that, I was like, Lily, like, that's it. Like for sure now, like for sure, for sure. If I ever have a son, his name is going to be Oliver. So my son was <laughs> named after a Mexican bartender. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's the best story. No, he lives in Miami. He's going to fit right in. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Nikki, this has been so awesome. Thank you so much for hiding yeah. for your family for like an hour and 10 minutes. In the car. In your car. In my car. And it's been great. Where, where can everybody learn more about you and reach out to you if they want um, a, a private session or coaching or tell us some about the different programs you offer? Oh, thanks. So I, you can find me at NikkiNovo.com, which is N-I-K-K-I-N-O-V-O.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I'm pretty, um, pretty active there and also on YouTube. Just, you can just search my name. I have a book coming out called uh, the spiritual girl's guide to dating. So Mm -hmm. it's dating, but like with this perspective, you know, with a little bit of a higher perspective. So you don't feel like, I don't know, like this is how you text or this is how you, you know, make the first move. So, um, if your listeners like this, I'm sure they'll like the book as well. And, um, and yeah, and I also, you know, Chelsea number two, I also mentor, up and coming oh, um, yeah so i have i have that course too it's called soul speaker and it's it's all on my website so awesome. um i really enjoyed my time with you ladies it's been oh, so fun it. i feel like i you guys do great work in the world and i'm happy oh, that you're oh, doing what you do thank you, thank you. Yeah. i feel the same about you and yeah. i need, i know i need to do like an offline private session with you mm-hmm. uh nikki so i can talk all about how i feel about aaron and chelsea <laughs> because <laughs> you love us too much you'll be embarrassed if you say it i'm overloaded with love and also talk oh yeah we haven't had a follow-up on the ghost in my apartment in a while 
Oh yeah, I oh haven't gosh. been feeling a lot of feelings. Well, this is, wow. and again, I mean, like literally, we should. I genuinely will offline with you. I'll schedule an actual session, yes. session with you, Nikki. But yeah, yeah, I've had like Chelsea came over to my apartment and was basically very casually like. Oh yeah, by the way, you should sage your apartment. It's totally haunted. Bye. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, then, and then like I saged and then weird stuff started happening after I saged. It's like a whole thing, no. but but nothing has happened That's in a while. Right. Listeners, dear listeners who are actively waiting <laughs> for my the, next The haunting, amount of people who have talked quiet. to me about the ghost in your apartment versus <laughs> have ever talked to me about this podcast. It's shocking. <laughs> And they're like, what's oh, the ghost goes down? Like, nothing. Nothing's, nothing's been happening. You know no. what is funny? There was a moment where I, like, thought I saw something oh, right here. Like, just, like, a little did. flicker of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how, I was like, what uh, the fuck was that? Do you feel the same energy, Chelsea, in my apartment right now? I mean, again, we don't have to get all into this. We can talk about it later. But just broad strokes. I do, just, do you feel the same energy you did the last time you spoke to me about that? Or do you feel... To, like for me, it was in your bedroom. So oh, I, we're, in, we're in a safe area. All here. right. All right. We got to do... <laughs> we'll move into my bedroom then after this and we'll let you guys uh, know what Chelsea feels. Nikki, thank you so thank much you. once this again. We'll definitely be in touch. Everyone reach out to Nikki. And of course, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com for your ghosted stories. We have already gotten some good ones for our next listener email episode. And we will talk to you guys next week. Boo. Boo.